I just need 
in the mix with your DJ. Yeah, but that, that, that just, that's just one of those things that just came to my mind. Just yeah. that quiet moment as you get on the mic, you just say anything random. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Ooh, really Scott's in the room. How you doing? <laughs> Folks, what's going on? Welcome to episode 163 of the Four Side Podcast. This is your boy Arden talking to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's your boy Wills. AK is on the way. You already know where we at. We at the crib, WTF Media Studios. We got our guy Wolf there, making sure the vision is ever so captured beautifully. Thank you, as always, for listening to a new episode of the Foresight Podcast. Love is love. We're happy that you guys are enjoying the crispy audio. We're happy that you guys are enjoying the visuals as well as the promotional clips. So you already know where you can find us, man. Follow us on social media. The Instagram is at the Foresight Company. The Twitter is at Foresight Company. Visit our website as well, foresightny.com, where you can get all the updates and everything about the Foresight crew. And you already know what we're doing on the music, man, with Foresight Music. That's the IG. And of course, check out what we've been cooking up. Fargo Fridays, the EP, still going crazy. Check that out. Our latest single, Treat Me Different, by the good brothers Phils Jackson and Cool Kid Dre. Check that out. And of course, continue to check out everything that we've been doing and working on and much more because we appreciate you guys for showing the love and the support because we've seen the support man for real you guys have been going up more and more and it's always fun seeing you guys in real life to be like oh word i see your podcast i see your shows i see what's going on yeah thank you (laughs) seeing a lot of people starting to really watch the episodes too yeah man we got it we had to get you guys back had to go and hit reset. Now we here. You know what I'm saying? We're absolutely here with it. Good brother Wills. Yes, sir. How you been doing? Um, How you been surviving during this Mercury retrograde? <laughs> <laughs> For real, man. I got to ask that, bro, because I'm not going to act like I never believed it. But after today, I'm still standing. But yeah, that, that Mercury retrograde is, is real. I had to Google it. I'm like, what does this mean for a Taurus? <laughs> Alexa, Alexa, play Fallen by Alicia Keys. Facts, bro. I'm like, what does this mean for a Taurus? Are we supposed to survive this? How many more days are left? <laughs> Yo, but um, I've been good, man. I've been chilling. I told y'all, um, I think since the last time I 
I got a new job. New job alerts. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. New yeah, bag um, alert. New bag alert. Um, so, yeah, new job. Um, about to start that real soon, bringing that new bag. Yes, sir. Uh, happy about that. Uh, I've just been chilling, man. Actually, I've been getting ready because I've just been ready to get back to work. So Yeah. Um, yeah, I've just been chilling. I'm chilling with my daughter. She's mm. in school now. It's, it's kind of crazy how... Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, yo, this is crazy. Um, you say that, I, I think back to when you first told me about her. <laughs> yeah. I think back when I gave like my first gift. Yeah, I remember that was like her birthday. Yeah, birthday. like, and now she's Back-to-back. in school. Yeah, this is now you packing the lunches and everything, making sure she getting her education. Yo, it's yeah. crazy, b. This is crazy, man. She she came home one day. I'm like, how's school? What you do? She was uh she's like, Oh, I, I went to sleep, I guess nap time. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what else you do? Then I heard her go, red light, green light, one, two, three. Yeah. I started thinking about <laughs> squid games though. Yeah. I just finished squid games like the day before. I'm like, oh hell no. <laughs> I do that, I do that anthem all the time. <laughs> red light, green light. <laughs> yeah, that joint crazy. Yeah, but I'm I'm good, man. Just chilling. I hear you on that. I'm I'm still here, surviving and thriving. You know, maintaining, trying not to be complaining. Um, yeah, Squid Game also has me in a chokehold. I rewatched that back like three times, just oh, off the strength. I love that show, cool. and I watched it back the last two times, ladies and gentlemen, uh, in its original language, in Korean. <laughs> For real, it's actually way better. Uh, it's it actually looks, way better. It probably looks better because, like, that was one thing me and my friends talked about, like, watching it, like, with the, like, dubbed over, I guess. Like, it was kind of, like, corny because uh, the sub, the the closed captions wasn't really matching with the, yeah. what they were really saying. Yeah. I'm like, this is a different word or a different yep. sentence. But I get it. But, like, it kind of blew my mind. Yeah, like, watching it in Korean was way better because it's like, oh, yeah, I had the English okay. subtitles, but I was trying not to read the subtitles. Oh, okay. But it, it was it was way better. Like, I think you felt just more of the emotion. Damn, and yeah. Korean, goddamn. Yeah, man, I had to, for <laughs> real. Hey, episode six, still hurts. Um, episode nine, still wrong. Uh, shout out to Shorty who went from like 400,000 IG followers to over 12 million for a while. I was like, man, I can't follow her, but I, I followed her. I love her. <laughs> <laughs> like, I had to follow her. Shout out to all y'all making those memes like, yeah, such and such said that this project by some random rapper changed the world. Like, that I was remember, hilarious. I think it was like the Young Nudie one was like the first one that really surfaced. And then I, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, when somebody sent it in the group chat, I believed it at first. And it was like, nah, it's fake. I'm like, oh, okay. But then I think Young Nudie actually. Yeah, like, Young Nudie did it. Kodak reposted. It's it's been it's been funny to watch, but in general, I've been good, man. You know, like I was telling Wills, and I know a lot of y'all that can relate. Uh, I'm definitely in that stretch in life where, as much winning that is happening, it's always not as easy to remember that you're winning and things are going your way when you have your your fair share of losses. So I definitely have had my fair share of losses professionally, which is way better than personally mm-hmm. uh professionally just with you know you think you get the job damn it i didn't get that job or you thought you're gonna get this look and you don't but just remembering again like yo like we still been winning in case you haven't heard foresight has been approved to cover rolling loud we will be there as media um 
just found out early today we're good to go to cover the verses that's happening this Sunday between Big Daddy Kane and KRS-One. So it's just perspective. Perspective is everything. You know, again, wins are still happening, even though there's been some, you know, late buzzer losses. But, uh, but other than that, man, I can't complain. Moving on with the show, of course, we got to do our shout-outs. As always, got to give huge love and support to the Stay Busy podcast, Armand, Nick, and Kieran for putting me on to this. Speaking of them, congratulations, fellas, on starting your new season of the podcast. Best of luck to you guys. And I want to give a shout-out to another young black-owned business ha- uh, happening and opening in Westchester County. Salute to the private shop. The private shop is on 219 East Post Road. It's another clothing store um, that's been, you know, obviously doing its thing. You want all the low dunks because you can't get it on a sneaker app. You can get it from there. Any new merch, any new anything. Um, Salute to Drew, one of the owners of the shop. I was there, Wills, last weekend because YB, salute to the homie YB. Uh, Yeah, she launched a pop-up for, like, her collection, The Legend of Sleepy Hollow. So I, you know, showed up, yeah, showed love. Fire. Yeah. I'm sorry, I wanted to go, but I wasn't even in town. Like, and then I seen the time. By the time it ended, it was the time I was getting back in town. So I was mm. like kind of tight. Yeah, whatever. I Shout pulled up. Be, I'm sorry, you know, yep. I usually show love, but I couldn't be there. Yeah, pulled up on behalf of us. You know what I'm saying? Also got some dope interviews and stuff there. Um, the homie Dave East pulled up. I seen that. That's which dope. was dope. Dave East and the, the nine. Though, right? Hopefully so. Yeah, I, I wanna I need a hoodie that shit. Yeah. Tight. I'm not gonna front. Yeah, man. It was dope being there. Shout out to the Trippy Trends, yeah. who also are opening up their own fashion store in Peak Scale, yeah. which I'm gonna try to pop out to because again, those dudes, I've told them in front of their face. And I tell anybody that's from the nine, those dudes are literally like 914 legends, bro. Yeah, they've been doing this for a while. Yeah. Like I've heard of them before I even like met you, before I even <laughs> came up with Foresight, like that as I'm talking like 2013. I, think I, knew them before I, met, I didn't know. Well, I heard of. I, yeah, it was, yeah, because I remember when uh, I first linked, like 2013, right? Yeah, yeah, because that's when I first linked with uh, with Johnny, because Johnny was in a group that was like the year he went solo. Yeah, and then I was just yeah, because it was around that time. Because I remember they did like uh, before it was raps and receipts. It was called like Out the Mud. Shout out to Dada. Yeah, um, of course. He was calling them like Out the Mud. And I remember I think Trippy Twins did it with Johnny with a long time ago. Yeah. But, yeah, but it was good. It was good know. seeing them. It was good seeing our guy, son of Sam. Good to see him happy. Good to see him smiling. Of course, like we told you last episode, donate to his GoFundMe so our brother could get back full strength. Yeah, you know, sure. there was That's some madness that happened with him. Sam said, What up? Okay. You know, he's he's back. He's back in a good groove. Haven't seen him in a while, too. Yeah, so it was it was dope just being there, man. And it's one of those things where through businesses and, you know, all of that stuff is dope being able to get together with people who you see from the scene. Um, side note, yo, Wolf, AK's downstairs. Oh, I want to... Do you... Wolf, do you have water? Um, <laughs> but um, that's right, people. You see everything in and out the takes. Man. We don't, we don't cut at all here. But um, but it was just dope seeing that, just because again, it's like, yeah. But it's it's been um because you rarely see anybody outside. Like I'm not even talking just because of like the pandemic, but rarely do people get anything together these days, especially in the nine. So when you're able to pop out and you see folks, 
And folks, of course, know of what we've done and they give us their flowers and I'm able to give them their flowers on behalf of us. And even me personally, it was really, really dope. But word, shout out to the private shop. Check them out. 219 East Post Road. Salute to Drew and the crew there. They got a really dope store, really good merch, sneakers. I plan on shopping. Wills, what about you? Um, I don't know if I gave this shout out before, but I want to shout out my boy, um, Shannon from the town. Oh, um, yeah. What up, I'm, Shannon? <laughs> and, yeah, he got this clothing company called Influence. Our third amigo is here, AK. I see the purple. All right. You're giving me very retro Wale vibes <laughs> <laughs> with that hat. Very Wale vibes. Okay. But yeah, I want to shout out Shannon. Um, he got the company, his clothing line um, called Influence. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You could check them out on Instagram. Influence with an N F L U E. These things make N the difference, people. Seriously. Yes, sir. Yeah. Um, yeah, I want to shout him out. I actually got on a pair of his shorts right now. Oh, those yeah, are fire. Yeah. Dead ass. Yeah, show it. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah, but, uh, when you from the nine, you get free uh promotion. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, shout out to him. He's been doing his thing for a while, for a long ass time. That's a um, fact. But yeah, his his shit is fire. Check him out. Um, but yeah, that's what I want to shout out. AK, before you know, we ask you for your shout out, mm -hmm. how have you been surviving? Because I already asked Wills and I've already um, told how I've been doing. How you been surviving doing this Mercury Metrograde? How long, yo? <laughs> I even know it's Mercury Retrograde. I, I'm going to keep yeah, it on. I, I got some shit to, to, to tell y'all niggas after the, after the show. It's been a lot. Damn. Yeah, I'm not going to hold y'all. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but aside from that, though, honestly, just trying to, you know, keep my head up. The usual. Word to pop. Shit. Yeah. Um, but to the shout outs, I got two people. Um, first off, I want to shout out uh, this nigga Kicks Capri up in Poughkeepsie. Nice. Doing, um, I, I've been peeping this shit a lot lately. You know, he's doing like the whole thing with Stackhouse Media. Yeah. But he's been doing a lot of dope shit, just like, you know, uh, doing shows, uh, just doing a whole bunch of investment, a different bunch of creatives. You know, and honestly, I've been, I've been meaning to shout this nigga out for a while, but it's been keep escaping me. But I just want to do a big shout out to him. I've been enjoying his work, seeing all, all that shit on the gram, and it's tough. It's really tough seeing that shit. And um, another one, keeping in the same realm, is another rapper, but this one, um, K Wit. He's one of my mans. He even he's even doing right now uh, a whole skincare line. If I can okay. get it, hold up. I got it right now. I shot that nigga out Rappers real quick. Skincare? I'm with yeah. it. I roll with that. Yeah, hold Take up care right of yourselves, now. yourselves, fellas, for real, man. So it's called Aubrey's Wish uh, Skin Co. Skin Company. So A-U-B-R-E-E-S, Wish, okay. Skin Co. That's it. Uh, on IG, but, you know, it's pretty dope. He got, like, a little uh, uh, honey almond butter. He got some, you know, mm -hmm. some Shea Mango butter on deck, too. So big shout-out to my man's K-Wit, a.k.a. Cartier. Um, is working on that shit right there. Shea Mango butter. It's on fire. <laughs> yeah, I got a cop. I'm saying. I'm going I'm to I'm cop that first. I got a cop. <laughs> that, and I definitely need to go on a nice little cologne run, you know, because the, 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 the season of the dresses are here, fall. Yep. So I definitely need that, especially as I, you know, pop back outside and everything and much more. Uh, as we move on with the show, I, I want to do a quick recap because uh, I was at the J. Cole concert the other weekend. Salute to my guy Rico. Thank you for inviting me and, and getting me a ticket. Um, the off-season tour is lit. If you have a chance to go see the off-season tour, I highly recommend you do so. 
It was lovely being back at a concert of that magnitude. You're talking 19,000 people sold out at Barclays. Everybody came dressed to impress. Um, shout out to 21 Savage for a really dope set. Knife Talk goes crazy. You should have seen me in my section rapping Drake's <laughs> verse and Knife Talk. I swore to you I took it all personal because that record is insane. Shout out to Moray who bodied his set. Um Mm -hmm. Hey, <laughs> hey, yo! Hey, last episode we had talked about it. I think we talked about it during the episode or maybe off air. Drewski's stand up set. If that's good. what he's going to be doing, it wasn't it was bad. Good. I've been trying to like. It know, wasn't bad. Nobody's recording it, like posting it. <laughs> I'm trying to see yeah. what it's about. Like he posted in his story. Um, I really do this shit or something, but it was like one. It was like a second clip of him saying, like, I think he's like. What y'all feeding these women out here in Houston? Cause it's going straight to the ass. Yeah, that, that was it. And I'm like, yo, I need to see more. Cause I love Drewski, but I want yeah, to see him do yeah. stand up. His stand up is like crowd participation, crowd inspired. It's not like what you would think of like traditional stand up. Okay. Mm -hmm. So he he comes out, talks to the crowd. Yeah, he talks to the crowd. He's like, oh, when his set was pretty much, yo, we in New York, da 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 da. Oh, I see all these races in here. And based off of like the races, he'll play like a song. He's like, oh, we got the white people in here play white people songs. Oh. And like the crowd was saying, he'll make fun of He'd go, man, cut that off. That's racist. <laughs> so he would do that. Like Spanish songs, he'll do that. Man, get that out of here. Uh, like a Martin uh, Def Con. Yeah, exactly. It's like playing off the crowd. Okay. But to his credit, it was funny. And it was like the right way for 15 minutes to like warm up the crowd. So... Maybe it's not worthy enough to like get you out of like the custodian room, but <laughs> <laughs> a playback to episode one sixty two, folks. But uh, but yeah, it, it it was funny. It was funny. But Cole, seeing Cole live, just gave me that appreciation. Me like, damn, like he's really one of the goats for real. Like he's really one of the goats for real. And it's not like I didn't know that, but it's like you see this man come up on stage. And joggers <laughs> with the with the socks up on the joggers. Like I know that look from playing ball. Yeah. Fresh Dreamville joints. His jersey game is crazy. I don't know if any of uh, y'all people. Yeah. You know the jersey, you know what he's doing with the jerseys, right? Yeah, I've seen yeah, it. Yeah, the Dreamville X NBA throwback classic combo goes crazy. Oh, I didn't know he was doing that. I yeah. Was just doing throwback. Like, I was throwback jerseys jersey. with Dreamville on it that's from the NBA. Uh, I mm. So it says, uh, what is, I think it said what? Like dream, it says Dreamers on the front, Cloud in the back. And each city he goes to, he has that city's like most famous throwback jersey on. So in Brooklyn, it's, yo, Wolf, it is so fire. In Brooklyn, he had on the old school New Jersey Nets navy blue joint mm -hmm. with the red outline. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Crazy. That's on fire. Crazy. Hard. And he bodied it for an hour and a half on stage. Mm. Hour and a half on stage. Salute to uh, Boz, who did his thing. Buster Rhymes was in the cut. <laughs> we saw him walk through chilling. Um... But now nah, Cole yeah. just got it, man. I'm sorry. Busted be in the cut a lot. I remember I went to... <laughs> I was at some spot like a few years ago, pre-COVID, before COVID. We was outside in the club. 
Buster is not in the section. This nigga is at the bar. Like, like just chilling at the bar like a regular nigga <laughs> talking to niggas <laughs> at the bar. I look up at first, I glance, I'm like, is that Buster? Yo, that's Buster Rhymes. Like, <laughs> 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 Yo, what the f- I'm sorry. No, no, no. It's a fact because like where I was seated, I was seated beside the stage, like five rows up. And in between is like the little pathway that you could go from like the tunnel or whatever to the stage and obviously the lower section. Yeah. And Buster just goes through, yo, boss, what's up? What's up? He's like, yo. <laughs> and he's just chilling. Like they're like the whole show, like just watching the show. But Cole got it, man. Like Cole performed all the joints, all the joints. Bodied it. I lost my mind. Salute to my homie Jordan, who was there too, covering the event. We lost our mind. Cole gave like, Cole's definitely like a, just so you, in case you haven't seen him perform yeah. live and you guys go, Cole's the type to give speeches, but it's not like Kanye's rants. It's like an actual heartfelt speech. So he's like, yo, don't feel bad if you like not like the person next to you who knows like all the joints. Like it's impossible to know all the joints. You might not know this next one, but a few of us do. And he played back to the topic. Oh, he's doing he's doing shit like that. He played back to the topic, and I immediately went back to high school. Do you know what's crazy? Carolina Blue kicks pedal to the metal. Oh my god! That's yo. Let it to the ghetto. Hold your head high. Oh my god! I was going oh, and funny enough, there was a dude next to me that was with his girl, and and it looks like his girl bought them like tickets. Yo, that's going to be me at the next concert with my shorty. I'm talking just rapping at the shorty like. <laughs> he Yo. was barring her up. And she's just there smiling like, oh, I'm so happy. You're happy. <laughs> but it'd be that like that. that. I felt that. Because I was like, I've done that before. I've done, I've done that at Wayne concerts when I went with Shit. people. I'd be I was all living in face. <laughs> <laughs> but now nah, Cole's one of the ghosts, man. Great music, great performances, and it just like reminds you, like, yo, he's he's really one of them ones. And I'm lucky because I've I've seen I got Drake off my checklist, I got Hove off my checklist, I got Wayne off my checklist, I got Cole off my checklist. Kenny is Kenny arguably the last one. You know what I'm saying? So I'm blessed, but word, shout out to them, man. All season tour, check that out whenever y'all can. And word, that's just that. I'm not gonna lie, I'm surprised that nigga even did back to the topic because I'm like, oh. I thought that shit, I thought he just like, like, saved like all them cuss for like, you know, when he does that, that dollar nah, in the game. He tour. did I everything. That. Off season uh, sounds great live. He did everything. 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 And to be there, of course, when you do for the last song as the yeah. goodbye, uh, no role models to hear that live. That's fine. That's all, yeah, I can just imagine that. Especially in the stadium, that shit just sounded like Yeah, man. It was freaking, it was freaking nuts, bro, for real. But to go into the main event of this show, of course, we've got a couple other topics to talk about, but the bulk of this show, at least from what I'm expecting, but we, we shall see, uh, is us reacting to the new music that has come out, ladies and gentlemen, since we last recorded a couple weeks ago. Most notably, we have Expensive Pain by Meek Millie. And of course, we got <sighs> That Life of a Don by Don Tolliver, man. Which one we want to do first? I'm gonna be Coin honest. toss. Where we want to go? Let's go with Don Tolliver because I got to keep it 100. I haven't heard the Meek joint yet. I was, I was Damn. Bumping, I was bumping that Don a lot. Damn, you raw. Damn. <laughs> to be honest. Hey, <laughs> if you go with Don, I'll go with Don. Yeah. You want to go with Don? 
Shit, we could go Don. That's what I was listening to before I got. Hey, to go. let me let me start it off with a heat check. Don might have messed around and secured album of the year. I don't know about that. Yeah, I still got I still he got a couple of them, but it. it's good to me. He might have secured it. That joint crazy, bro. First he came up and he said, is top three Drake. Yeah. Yeah. And let it be known, I'm starting to win that fight. I love Don, but now you're talking about album of the year. Oh, yeah. Might be. Black is on drugs. It might be. And that CLB side note, once I had to teach folks, <laughs> they they rewinding back the tape. Do you listen to the lyrics and skim through them? I'm not gonna lie. I've had some cats. Bro, I was listening to 7 a.m. the other day, and uh, and uh, um, the T bar came up, and the first your face just popped up in my mind. I'm like, this nigga flag. <laughs> yo, I've had people hit me and be like, yo, I'm not gonna front because. <laughs> I'm not going to say it's top three, but the 7 a.m., I remember you was like, it might be one of his best. Mm-hmm. Now that I keep listening I to I said it's over, the best a.m. p.m. I said it straight up. I don't know, because I still love 5, 5 a.m. 5 a.m. is still my it's favorite. Like my favorite, and 4 p.m. in Calabasas is just too hard, so I don't know. But it's still, it's hard. But we let's get into this. But that Dom, <laughs> how y'all feeling? Look, man, I got, hold up. Who Fuck else me. got a swinging on Westheimer Yo, out I'm here about, in the I'm streets? About to say that shit, that one. Who else got that? Like what you need? Uh, I think way bigger is what I'm thinking of. Got throwed. Smoke. Out of space. Yo, smoke. out of space is my smoke. shit, man. Smoke. Out of space. Is smoke. Fire. Out of space. Smoke they goes crazy. Escape. Escape. Um. Flocky, flocky. Flocky, flocky is cool. Um. Get throwed. Damn, that drug, baby drug, keem drug, record's pretty solid. Dr- drugs and hella melodies. Come on, dog. I'm saying like that. It's know a how, contender. You know, when, you know how when a nigga give you like the first half, it'd be fire. Like his the first half was fire, but then the second half, it felt like it just got better. better. <laughs> oh my god. I'm like, that's a fact. That's a fact. I'm not gonna lie too, because like I will fuck with Dom, but I was always just honored to like just okay. For come around, just probably hear it a little bit. Won't really take it too seriously. And even when they dropped the singles, I wasn't really li- like checking for listening to them like this. But fam, I heard this shit. I'm like, nah, oh. I'm missing out like that. Cause I don't really be going back to his um, I think it was a heaven or hell like that, or yeah. like I think the one heaven before or that. Hell, shit. I couldn't stop listening. To yeah, yeah, but like I, I just this shit the other day. Yeah, this shit I've been I've been I've been putting this shit on repeat. Dog, this is this is like this is this to in my opinion, this is a contender. Never, I'll say it's a contender. And nah, that's up there. It's up there. Yeah, that's, why, that's, why, that's why I add the mic because it's like, and, and this was also dope too because I've seen people say this about Baby Keem's project as well. And it reminds me of a stretch in rap, y'all, where it's like, I'll probably go back to 20, I don't know why, I'll, I'll go back to like 2013, 2014 where I remember feeling like certain cats with the sophomore album went left and you didn't expect it, but it worked out so good. Yeah. Like I remember like Mac on his second or third project Went left, and it's like, yo, I wasn't expecting this, but this goes crazy. Man, that's 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 the part that made me a Mac fan. Yeah, like, like heavy Mac fan. And if if like if you guys remember, like there was a good stretch where cats on their second or third album went a certain way sonically that didn't that you didn't expect, and it's like, yo, this was this was genius. Yeah. Like this was genius, and like b- folks were saying about Baby Keem, like, yo, they didn't expect Baby Keem to go this way after what he did in 2019 with the, with the Life Project. Yeah, somebody. I was talking mm-hmm. to somebody this past weekend that said uh, they didn't expect the uh, Baby King project to sound the way it did, listening to the old project. 
I was just like, I don't know, this niggas change. Yeah, <laughs> like cats change and then you see it just work. Yeah. And I think with yeah. Dom, because you, you had the had enough, said the lemonade and all these different records, you would think like, oh yeah, this project's gonna be all of that on steroids. And it's like, no, like this was some moody ass Shit. introspective and to an extent air, uh, air experimental music. And it worked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, worked. it worked. Oh my God. I was looking at this shit right now cause, too. Like. Cause when I heard that, I'm like, oh yeah, he's really in like a different bag. Like Yo. I was like, oh, this nigga like singing like this. Yeah. Oh. That shit hit, man. That this, shit. Oh. Done. Crazy, bro. Uh, well, he had a nice little interview with uh, Hot 97. If y'all ain't check it out, you well, got to. It's like a nice little 20 minute that. interview. You get to learn more about him. This is dope. That shit out. Yeah. I'm happy for Don, man. I'm happy for Don because this is the type of project that really lets people know, like, okay, like, yeah, this nigga here. Yeah, now he he's be, here. He's not going to be just standing outside no more, just uh-huh. chilling. Because I remember when I went to Travis concert at. Uh, Madison Square Garden. Oh, yeah, I remember you saying he that. He built yeah. it or whatever. Like, he, he can't say is literally probably my favorite song on the album. And I couldn't wait. I'm like, yo, I hope he bring him out. I hope he bring... Nigga, he came out. And that's when Travis had, like, the 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 carnival shit. Like, oh, so like he the, was like, on the, like the roller coaster. The roller coaster. Yeah, he had everything. took the roller coaster to the other side of the, the joint. And then I'm like, damn, Don not going to come out. Don ended up coming out on the other stage or whatever. And then I'm like, oh, that's lit. I'm like, yeah, my nigga killing it. He up. He about to be lit. Go outside. My nigga is just chilling outside of the garden like a regular nigga, bro. <laughs> like, I walk past. I'm like, and he had the same shit he was just wearing on the stage. I'm like, what? But I ain't want to. He was in a conversation. I could have chopped it up with him real quick. But, you know, some niggas don't like being bothered. Yeah. Yeah, that vibe. That's, back. that's, that, uh, back. that's that intro introvert yeah. vibe. Like, it's, like, yeah. it's like, I don't know. Like, you don't want to. Like, yo, what up? Make, like, I don't know. Maybe he was being low key. He was like, now probably, you know niggas gonna be oh no 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 no. Probably like trying to cool down after the show, like, yeah, you know. Yeah, it was hot. Like, he was wearing a big ass shit. red jacket. Can't miss him. In middle of New York. Like, City. He was on stage with all red on, then he's outside. I'm like, who the fuck is this? Oh, it's Don Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> but no. nah, this project was it. This it project, was. this project was it, man, for real. Any other words on it before we gotta Talk about Meek. I'm going to just say, uh, out of space, double standards, standoffs. Uh, I didn't have to really go back to CLB after I listened to it, Yeah, like a lot of these other projects. That's a fact. I think for me, like double standards and, uh, what was I going to say it again? Double standards, I think get through to the standoffs for me on this shit. Especially double standards. Yeah, double standards. Uh, I really like that. Drugs and Hella Melodies. What you need was the single he came out with for the album. That is really like when I hear it in the album. You know how when you mm. even though you hear, it, but then when you hear it in like the rotation, of it the makes album, sense. Yeah, yeah, it made sense, and it just went off. And I'm, I was listening on the train. I'm just like, oh, I know a lady was looking at me like this, nigga. <laughs> Mind your business, lady. Nobody bothering you. <laughs> we just enjoying the vibes. Yes, sir. All right, we gotta have a conversation about Meek. This expensive pain. This expensive pain. How we how we honestly feeling, yo? I'm gonna say this. Even though I ain't listened to it, I did see. I, I saw a lot. <laughs> no, I, 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 I want to give his opinion. I'm, I'm gonna just say this. <laughs> yeah, it's trash. I ain't listened to it, but it's <laughs> no, trash. It's, nah, I did, I will say that I I did see actually a lot of uh, positive reviews about that shit. No, on my side of the shit, like I saw mm-hmm. a lot of people like giving him props. Um, I, I saw people saying that I've like they it was better than they expected. So I will give him that, even though I didn't listen to it, but I did hear that a lot. Um, 
better than what I expected? No. Mm. Um, it was good though, for me. I mean, um, it just wasn't what I don't know. I don't know what I was expecting, but it just wasn't what I was. Exp- I don't know, but it was good though. I'm not gonna front. It's it's a lot of joints on there, a few joints on there that I really like or whatever. Um, yeah. I go back to. I don't really listen to the whole project itself anymore after i listened the first two times i listened two times or whatever the whole project now i just go listen to a few songs um it's good intro is not the best intro um this is worse this is yeah i was gonna say it's, it's probably my least favorite intro and i like listening to it though okay. you want to know it's crazy when i first heard it i was just like nah that's not it like the, mm. when it dropped at 12 i listened i'm like Oh nah, this not it, me. <laughs> oh, I swear, I dead ass said that. I wasn't even gonna listen no more. I'm like, cause Meek is the intro. We call him the, the intro, intro king. guy, like he the king yeah. of that. So I'm like, oh nah, it's not it, Meek. Like, I don't know if he was going too fast or I was tired. I don't know, but it didn't feel like an intro. Yeah, that's. It felt like I was on like the second or third song. It did not feel like an intro. And I'm like, nah, 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 nah. So then um, what made me like the intro was the video. I went and watched like the video and I'm big on like videos and stuff. Yeah, so the visual. The, vid- yeah. the visual, even though all his videos been the same now, like they just basically vlogs and, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. spitting. Like that's how he's like, that's what he's going with. But the video, I just liked it. He's in the hood. The way he's spitting it, it made me like the intro, but... Um, yeah, it's cool. Um, I feel like he uh, flopped with the promo though. Like he, Absolutely. yeah, I gotta believe. I it. felt like because uh, it's a good album, but he didn't promo it well. So I felt like that's like numbers wise. That's why I didn't do what it should have. It should have did or whatever, or what Meek uh, Meek Mills expected to do. Um, it didn't do that because promo. Like I said, I think. Oh, I think we talked about it off air. Yeah. But uh, he just gave a date. Like, he just was like, uh, October 3rd. It was, yeah. he like put on the gram, October 3rd, Expensive Pain. Then, like, the next day or two was the album cover or whatever. But that was that. Like, yeah. and then yeah. he didn't, like, there was no, like, real promo. Like, I'm not trying to say he had to be Drake or do, like, billboards or whatever. But, like, he didn't do none of that until the day of the album. Mm-hmm. The day the album came out, you seen billboards, you seen all this promos. It's like He did pop-up shops. Yeah, yeah. pop-up, but it was just like bro. Uh, yeah, like, that, that's like some self awareness. He tried to do a Beyonce or Drake like I was about to say like I don't <laughs> he, he think he that, but he's just he yeah. just not that. And I yeah. could keep going about this because <laughs> <laughs> Now nah, go ahead. Have the floor. And I seen ISO, I seen, ISO. I seen um <laughs> We on the like island. You say he 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 think or he want that feeling or whatever and I feel like um I'm not saying he deserves it or whatever, but, and I don't even want to say he got to humble himself, but it's just certain things like he, he, he just keeps talking about and it's just like, bro, like, let, like, he keeps talking about niggas doing him wrong and stuff like that. Then it's like getting annoying. Like, it's like every interview is like kind of the same thing. He barely did interviews or whatever. He didn't do no freestyle for flex or whatever, or any freestyle. Usually he does that. He just wasn't in his Meek bag. I don't know. He's calling it Zaza Meek Flow. I don't yeah, know where he's going with, bro. Like, <laughs> 172 flows. Meek, like, I fucks with Meek. It is just like, I don't want to say it's the team or whatever, but it's just like, I felt like he needed a better rollout and. He didn't have that, and yeah. he, I think he had an interview with Zane Lowe or something too, and he was saying like he want to be 
uh, like acknowledge like a Kendrick or, or Mac Miller or whatever, because I guess they were on his double uh, XL cover. Yeah. Uh, so he wants like the same type of respect. But nah, man. I'm, I'm about to say like you, you think like after this his championships album like after like reception that shit got that you think maybe he's expecting like yo that that's supposed to be happening for every album now after the I fact. I thought he thought that and he was kind of like arro- he's kind of like arrogant with it and like uh, it just it's it's about person like. I don't know, bro. It's about personality too, cause it's yeah. like people fuck with like Meek's music. Like, don't get me wrong, he's nice, but it's just like they not fuck with he's him. been like a lot of sh- like you see anytime he tweet, they like they talking like yeah, there's it, jokes, uh, uh, yeah, thirty six. Like it, it's just like he's became like, <laughs> and I don't want to say he's became a meme or whatever. I but mean, he, just, he he is. Let's be honest. Yeah. He is. And it's crazy too, cause like even I think like back when the whole Drake shit happened, he became a mean then. He's been able to beat that shit just yeah, by dope putting on dope back. music. But then like I think after that championship run, I think just getting into a lot of like the I think honestly I wanna say the nail in the coffin was when like my nigga was out here bunny hopping for fucking Roger Goodell <laughs> or whatever his fucking name is. Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, so I think that's why I don't get the nail crazy. in the coffin, but the dive. But you know what it is too, I think <laughs> as well. And I think it I think it leads down to this point. Obviously, after Wells, after your great commentary there, I think it's a matter of this project is really like the first Meek project where there wasn't any of those noises that powered the music and like provided anticipation. Like championships really became championships because outside of the fact that the music was fire, mm-hmm. like this is Meek out of jail. This is Meek outside. Like yeah. all of that public support had been building up. To where championships is what it is, and it and it remains one of the best albums from 2018 through 2019. For Meek this time around, it was like there was none of that. Of course, Meek was still doing his thing, making bread. There was still some dope stuff he was doing, but the momentum wasn't the same. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There wasn't all of that noise that built up that anticipation. And numbers-wise, I mean, he debuted number three on the charts, so top three finish, and he pushed 95,000, which for me was a little surprised because I initially had him like maybe at 80 something thousand first, and he pushed that's 95. What we're seeing the numbers was like yeah. 83 or something. Yeah, and he finished with 95. That's good. And when I honestly think about the music, I would say it's a good project, but it's very forgettable. Mm. To me, it's a very forgettable project. I ran through it twice, but outside of that, I go back to the same record that I was already liking that I said on the last episode, which was. Uh, Blue Notes Blue with Uzi, Uzi yeah. and that's because I really like that record. Other than that, it's like the intro's the worst intro he's had mm-hmm. by a long shot. Um, Halo with Brent's cool. I like the Kalani record. Yeah, um, with Ferg is- yeah, the joint with Ferg goes. But as a body of work, to me, it's a very forgettable project. Like I, I know for a fact I can run through it the same way I did with championships. Mm-hmm. Heck, I even enjoyed wins uh, and losses a lot right. when I came out. But so for me, this is just a very forgettable project that. Yeah, I really like. For him to be championing this hard, at one point he said this was his best album. Yeah, I remember he said, I remember yeah. saying, "Oh, I like, I like this shit." Better. Yeah, he's like, "Yo, I'm going crazy with all of these flows." I'm like, "I could tell you use some new flows, all right." Yeah. But I'm not gonna act like it worked all crazy. He said this is Zaza flow. Because yeah, like, <laughs> this is the, this is the music. See, you could like this shit. is your therapy. And you can like work shit. out to this. Like you can get lit like to this. It's like it's like saying no. shit like that would piss me mm-hmm. off. Like this my Zaza, this the Meek Zaza flow, bro. Like 
This is <laughs> when the this is when you get the Meek year thirty six. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and yeah. I don't even 36. like this Meek, but like it's just like, bro, like just I don't know. And he said like this is his first like official like album album. He was able to smoke Me because too. he's been on probation, and he was like, "This is how he used to rap." Like he was like, "When Nappy had me with the braids, mm -hmm. I used to spit oh, fast or whatever." That's I when I used that. to smoke weed. Now I'm smoking weed again, so I brought that flameless flow back, and it's just like, I get it, bro. But Shouldn't like, have said that to somebody like me. <laughs> if that's the case. <laughs> you should be put probation like rules in the studio. <laughs> Are you making an album? <laughs> gotta put that shit oh, in the front door, in the, like in the studio. Definitely, gotta put that yeah, shit in the front door, like fucking so mustard, like yeah. Because this, this wasn't again to me. It's a good project. It's just forgettable, bro. Like to wait nearly three years for this, and I think that's the thing too. Is like, yo, we waited nearly three years for a body of work, and this is what it was. And then he's dropping the um, extendo on Friday because he said it's not a. Deluxe, it's an extendo, like you know, the gun clip. He's from the trenches, so he said, like, this is not no, this not no deluxe, it's an extendo, extendo dropping Friday. The AR Braun step, step aside, step aside. We got the new shit now, new shit, extendo edition. Ain't no more deluxe, ain't no more dropping like the extra five songs at the end of the track. It's not that shit no more, no more deluxe. We lowering it up this time. You know what I'm saying? He got clips on said, deck. Go to the studio. Man. Clips. But you know what's crazy? Like the fact all y'all saying that, um, especially because what you said in particular that, that spoke out to me was like the a lot of noise. It's not a lot of noise surrounding this album compared to other ones. Yeah. So I'm thinking back to even Dreams and Nightmare. I think he was. I think he was just coming out of jail or just going yeah. through that shit. And also yeah. just had a lot of great momentum. Yeah. And that one intro was just so fire. Yeah. I just carried the whole album. Yeah. Same yeah. shit with I think um wins and losses. Same yeah. shit with DC four. DC four was kind of like yeah some jail like kind of yeah. DC uh wins and losses was kind of like around the time him and Drake was going through it, but he was getting back in his bag. Yeah, that was a couple yeah. years removed. Yeah. yeah, so he was getting back in his bag, so people was like, fuck him, because wins and losses is like, my kind. I like I like championships, but wins and he losses. He's my favorite is, for championships. Yeah, yeah, I like that shit. It like, I it like hit it for me personally. The, little, the, the EP he dropped was dope, because it had the record with P&B, Rock, and Jeremiah. That was yeah, a summer record. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, but um, I'm not in the. I'm not gonna say this out. This album is not bad. Like there's a yeah. few joints on it. Even a few better. joints with him by himself that I like, like Love Train. Uh, I think uh, Expensive Pain, the name of the out like that song. Um, it's cool, but uh, like I said, it was no noise. The prom, the rollout was kind of bad. Like I don't. Forgettable. He just could have did better. Yeah. Forgettable. Was, forgettable. Like, I said like this was one of the. Albums after I went back and went back to CLB. Just... <laughs> <laughs> the fight goes on. <laughs> Man, this is a few years ago. This is joke. This joke. Keep that shit off. <laughs> Keep this up. Let's revisit in 2025. <laughs> but uh, Wills, as a SZA uh, correspondent, SZA had to, first of all, SZA. was looking good at yeah, the time. Yeah, yeah, you're sure. short y'all here. <laughs> She thigh shaking now yeah, before the twerk. That? You seen that? Oh wait, hey, she was doing what? I, I, she was. She was. She popped out. You know the thigh, sure. like the thigh shaking. Like I don't know. It's like I don't. I know you're talking. I know exactly what you're talking about. Doing now. Yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. That's the let me stop before I go crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she was at the Isaiah Rashad joint. She came out and she started doing that to one of like I guess he got a song where you twerk to or whatever. Mm. And she was doing. 
I watched it a lot. Yeah, what's she been eating in so Hawaii? Isaiah, I'm still waiting for the NY show, but you know it's all How good. How much you been working out in Hawaii? <laughs> For real, let me find out in Hawaii you've been getting your... Nah, this album about to be crazy. But uh, Wills, I wanted to go to is our scissor correspondent because she had to let the streets know that like, yo, are you stupid or are you dumb if you're thinking I'm dropping at the same time as Summer? Yeah, I don't What's know. that about? Some fan, some fan like made a, a a fake album cover or whatever. It looked dope because oh, it first, looked it dope as fuck. Me. It, it caught me as fuck. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm like, nah, nah, nah. I don't miss no hey. scissor post. I'm like, she's not dropping or whatever. So I look, I'm like, nah, go to her page. I'm like, nah, it can't be true. Then I seen people saying, I seen, I seen a bunch of girls putting in story, SZA and uh, Summer Walker dropping the same day. Oh my God, it's over for y'all niggas. Da, da, da. <laughs> I'm like, what? No, <laughs> it's over for y'all. <laughs> I'm going to be in my bag too. You act like we don't be fucking with this, but. Tweet you go, and put the red flags in it. Real quick. I'm like, oh, nah. And she even like retweeted and was like, why would I? I'm like, she basically said, why would I drop on the same day as Summer? And I'm on her album. So she basically gave us a little preview of her being on Summer's album because people wanted that. They needed that mm-hmm. Summer and Scissor. Yeah, Summer and uh, going to be different. Yeah, so I'm waiting for that. That's, yeah, that's, that album going to be crazy. That summer, summer album, album. Nah, that's crazy. That's a problem crazy. I, yo, I, seen, I seen the track. I seen the track list shit, right? And and the back of the, and that track list, this like the back cover of like the album shit, just like, if, I find it dope. He got like the timeline. Mm-hmm. Of the, every time, I, think, I don't know if it meant she wrote the song or when that situation happened that inspired the song or whatever. But I think seeing that timeline, obviously, we ain't get the name of all the tracks, but just seeing that timeline. And then for me, I'm probably gonna go back just try and piece it together. Got to like that's just like that's just that's tough to me. Where that's the, that's that. She posted it, yeah. I think someone walked posted that shit. It was tough, it was tough as hell. Like when you that see that, you're gonna be like, nah, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. AK, for the next topic, I want you to take on this as well. Um. Nicki Minaj is doing an IG uh, interview and she spoke about how she feels like the new lady rappers can't take criticism and it often shows in how the music comes out, how the numbers come out. It's pretty much what she said. Mm-hmm. Even I'm paraphrasing, but that's pretty much is the, the point, what's the point of her take. How do you feel about that? That the new rappers can't take, like new lady rappers can't take criticism. Yeah, I know. She feels like a lot of people be lying to them. They don't always open themselves up to the truth, so it always shows when the music comes out. That's not like and a the records don't, and the records don't. Oh, there's definitely a sub. That's there. definitely a sub towards somebody. But I'm trying to think of it. I'm like, I'm, I'm thinking of who I'm okay, thinking of. Who? Definitely ain't Cardi. That's for sure. Yeah, I'm thinking. I, I know somebody that do be in their feelings a little bit. Mm. Gobble me, swabble me. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking to say shit, but I want to say it. But uh, Meg, because I seen her uh, tweet. Um, she was tweeting like, "Why be better ratio?" Oh, because I think of the Kodak, because the Kodak interview with academics, and mm-hmm. he basically like he didn't really say nothing bad. He just was like, "Yo, I just want like credit, like not even like just like just say like, yeah, shout out Kodak. That's where I got to drive the boat. Like, like that's, that's it, like." Mm-hmm. Nothing crazy or whatever, cause, but it, I guess like she was mad about it and tweeted, cause, so I guess it's her, cause I feel like she's the only female rapper I know of that goes on Twitter when something like when her name is in the media, she Yo. she tweets something. Or, I don't know. I was I was really thinking when he said I was really thinking, cause I'm like, cause Cardi, don't Cardi be, don't say Cardi shit. don't really say Dang. shit. Like every, definitely can't every, say every, that. Every you can't you can't talk numbers about. with Cardi. Yeah, um, I'm thinking like Flo Millie, like she's popping now. She she really don't be saying shit. Yeah, Nico she's don't be super young shit. in her career right now. And my girl, I like Asian doll. She she on the low like bottom yeah. tier, but 
I follow her happy for years, and she don't even be like complaining. The most she complain about is when people be taking her off of big time remixes, what could have got her to the next level. So, mm-hmm. But I don't see her like complaining about no numbers or nothing else yeah. like that. Yeah. Or whatever. I only see Meg like really. I don't even know about numbers, but I just see her complain a lot. Like, yeah, but I, I haven't seen no numbers she either from her. That's something really co- confused. Like, to me, know. it maybe it gotta be like she some behind be talking, Nikki might be talking about herself. <laughs> I'm just playing with the queen. <laughs> but now I, honestly, I, I feel that I feel that though. Like I feel like it's one of those things where it's like she's talking abroad. But yeah, when you start thinking about the the landscape of women rappers, a lot of them are so young into the game that it's like, who's up at that point where it's like, yo, we really need the numbers. Like, oh, yeah. this is about mulatto, or this, is, this is about Coyle Ray. Even seen yeah, this much female rappers. Yeah, at the same. Yeah, time. and ninety something like, percent of them are like relatively new, aren't like star stars yet. Yeah. It's and really they like they aren't Nikki. really beefing with each other either, too. They not. So it's like they're all so young and like get out of the way. Like the 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 vets is really Nikki. It's Cardi. Megan's like a young vet now, city girls. Like that's that's crazy. Yeah, like that, <laughs> if you think about it, really, like if I'm missing somebody, I apologize. Rap, but yeah, Rhapsody, Rhapsody, and Rhapsody is like Tierra. What? Yeah, Tierra. Yeah. And even then, like those two, like you don't even look at them. Like, oh yeah, you're part of like the, what, the new age. Yeah, yeah, yeah like, you look at them like, yo, you're with the men because you're that nice. You're that nice. Barring up. Yeah, y'all barring up like. It don't get me wrong. Nikki got bars. Yeah, she could bar like. Nikki but got they bars, don't give she, that same aesthetic yeah, or Nikki energy. Got, Nikki got all that sex appeal and all that. Like she do, she do a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So but, it's very interesting. It's very interesting to see that. Um, any of you guys see Chappelle's? Y'all see? I saw Chappelle shit. Latest special. That shit had me rolling. Yeah. I want to. I want. I want to call an ISO. I want to call an ISO here because anybody knows me. They know Dave Chappelle's my my guy. Favorite comedian ever, one of my favorite creatives ever. Um, I feel like with this special, I think it's among the worst he's done for Netflix, but I do think it's funny. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I will also say that if you are watching Chappelle's specials at this point, unless you've really been paying attention closely, you're not going to get the, the jokey joke jokes. Like yeah. a Chappelle special is attending a history class. Like it's about observing. It's about listening. It's the fact that he's really funny, that he yeah. can say lessons in a funny matter. But yeah. it's not jokey joke. Like if you want jokes out of Chappelle, like for real, for real, you need to go back to 2000. Should watch Chappelle's show. Go back and watch Killing Them Softly. Go back and watch For What It's Worth. Mm-hmm. Chappelle's on that storytelling teaching wave, yeah. which at times happens to be funny. Yeah, he just be, he's basically being himself, and he's just a funny he's a funny nigga. So yeah, like it ain't really heavy with the and jokes he, he like know, that anymore. He, he knows how to. He's gonna give you basically a lesson, but he he's gonna keep you in tune by like I guess saying a little like joke. Oh, yeah, that's kind of keep you because I remember I, I was watching it for like for the good first 15, 20 minutes. I'm like. I ain't laugh yet, but then when he did say something funny, the shit had me dying. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah. the first 15 minutes had me a little worried because I felt like, I felt like he was reaching a bit. Mm. Okay. Some of them yeah. jokes and how he was going, I'm like you're reaching, <laughs> dog. You only pulling that off because you're like the goat, but yeah. that ain't 
Come on now. That, that ain't some shit that you normally would have done, basically. Yeah, you wouldn't do that, but you're doing that because you know you that dude, so you could pull it off. Like, right. sure, LeBron could pull it from half. That doesn't mean he should do it every time. <laughs> like, yeah, you could pull it from half LeBron, but I think you should play your game and do what's best. How do you feel about the special? Honestly, um, I personally, I fucked with it. Um, I, I, I understood like a lot of the criticisms that it got and shit like that. At the same time, too, I'm not going to lie, like, when I saw certain people speak out about it and then I listened to what he said about that shit, it was kind of like... He was only correct. You were, you were you pretty much the type of niggas he was talking about. Like, he when I saw... Uh, what's that what's, uh, that freaking showrunner for... Uh, what's that shit again? I don't... That fucking uh, musical shit. Uh, They're white, white people. people. When I saw oh, that yeah. shit, I'm like, yo... I didn't even know that person was white. Yeah. I and then when saying that shit, and I'm looking at him, listening to what he's saying, I was like, yo, you really the exact same type of person he's talking about. Everything, figuratively speaking, he says when he's talking about LGBTQ community, race, reactions, have been accurate. Even with this whole John Gruden thing in the NFL with the Las Vegas Raiders. Mm-hmm. He has been right for the last two decades when it's race involved and black people are the target there's a little outrage, but there's no get that person out of here. Yeah. It took freaking Gruden attacking his fellow white man and attacking the LGBTQ community for it to finally be, okay, get him out of here. Fam, and is- we're, we're not saying, oh, of course he could say that about them. No, it's wrong, but it's why does it take that to be like, okay, we got to get him out of here. Yeah. When the first time around, when he's saying something racist towards us, that should have got him out of here. Fam. And that's why on the timeline, people have been saying Chappelle was right. Chappelle was right. And then right. The, the crazy shit about it too, I remember like, even, you, even as you said that, especially on the timeline, man, you've seen a lot of niggas saying, like, well, for the racist shit, that was like so many years ago. I don't know why you still... This is even black niggas talking about that shit too, mind you. That, this is really tripping me out when I see that shit. Oh, this is so many years ago. So it's like, all right. And then it's those same people that you will see now talking about that, the other side of it. Like, all right, though, he should have been gone for this right away, for this right away, but... They're That's not really handling. He's been saying, he's saying it yeah. the whole time. When it's black, nobody's fa- fast to react. But when other people get involved, it's all oh, gotta go, gotta do everything. Of course, it's not right that they're saying these things about them. It's just not right that you look at us and go, "Oh yeah, you guys can take the hit," and then you <laughs> rush to their aid when they get hit. Exactly. You should get to us first, the same way you would get to everybody else first. Fact. But um. Before we close out the show, of course, we got these quick little tidbits of news. This is what I was able to quickly get um, before the show began. Uh, another callback to episode 162. Jordan Lucas in his interview with Hot 97 promises to stop dragging Karen Civil because he feels bad about um, the reaction she's been, she's been getting online. Nigga, shut up. I forgot about that. <laughs> he was like, yeah, you know, I was a very, very starving artist at the time. I was lashing out. He trying, you know. he trying to hold on to the hype now. Karen called them goons on him. That's all it was. <laughs> Karen called them goons on him. She called she called them hackers on that nigga. Whatever he got in them in, in, the, in them files. Yeah, that's right. Or something, I don't know. Check your emails and hide your kids. This <laughs> 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 is not safe outside. Uh, what, what? No, keep going. Cause oh, I just forgot. I forgot it. Uh, oh, <laughs> I, forgot, I forgot. I forgot new music. I'm um, what you would call it? Uh, another Tupac update. Um, Tupac retired detective Greg Caden, K- 
who's been one of the guys who has like investigated this case for years back when he was like with LAPD and all that stuff. Um, he's been calling for the arrest of Keefe D, Orlando Anderson's uh, uncle, the alleged shooter in Pac's case. Because if, you, if you've been watching like the Art of Dialogue or Vlad TV, these guys seem to be in a war for who could exchange the most death row stories. So they've been like doing... They've been doing like multi-part Yo, crazy daily interviews. Death Row shit pop up on my YouTube. Yeah. And click on it. Yeah. But Reggie Wright. I thought Keefe D was locked up. All those guys. No, he's been free. <laughs> he's been free for a while. I watched that. For and me. I watched that. That the remember that special that used to come on after uh, Raw. A yeah. Years ago. Yeah. Oh no, he's talking about yeah. The Biggie. And yeah, the Notor- notorious. Yeah. yeah, whatever that was. You yeah. Watch that and. Could th- yeah, but I don't want to talk about But yeah, it's been like that because Keefe, on, on on various occasions, folks, he's literally been like, yeah, we did that. We caught him <laughs> We caught him at the light. We saw what happened. We saw what he did with Neff and bong bong. And Detective Caden has just been like, yo, this is ridiculous. How like... <laughs> and Detective Caden has just been like, yo... This is ridiculous how, like, this dude has repeatedly talked about what has happened and, and pretty much puts everybody together. And Las oh Vegas PD has just been like, nah, nah, we're good. I know this nigga fed up. He's like, yo, oh, y'all niggas is, but... snitching on fucking internet. Yeah. I can't catch yo. I know yeah. you fed up. He's been tight. He's been tight about it. So he's like, now's the time to do so. And lastly, uh, just for the sake of it, I- I'm not going to explain it more. Uh, Snoop Dogg at one point taught Tom Brady's son about strippers. What the hell? <laughs> I just put that on the dog. Got a yo Snoop Snoop is crazy. A... Uh, I don't know if y'all watch BMF. Y'all yeah, watch BMF. Now I gotta start on the bio. That's your five. Oh uh, damn! You should get the last episode with Snoop in it. That shit was crazy. It was yeah, too funny. Like. He Snoop, I've seen him act, but it, like as a pastor, bro, like come on, man, why they <laughs> why they give him that role, bro? Like, yo, bro, this nigga was in there flirting with the moms, rubbing the hand during prayer, then want to talk about, mm, is that bacon I smell? Is that bacon I smell? He's <laughs> like, yeah, ooh, you got it smelling like the upper room in here, <laughs> yo. Hey, <laughs> Snoop had himself a nice little stretch of acting in the early two thousands. Baby boy, remember Bones? That shit was funny. Remember yeah, Bones? Yeah. Oh, he Bones, Baby Boy, Baby Boy. Was shit, awesome. he was in Training Day. Training Day in the wheelchair. He got, he got some joints. Nah, oh, but nah, that's hilarious. Oh yeah, I can nah. That that's that fits Snoop so well. But strangely, <laughs> I can just imagine that that fits him so well. Strangely, I gotta watch that shit now. Nah, you BMF is fire. Um, but yeah, sure, uh, um, I know you didn't listen to it. You said you wanted to listen to it, but that Rich the Kid and Wayne, yeah, it actually goes. I had a feeling. <laughs> I had another, a feeling. Another callback to episode <laughs> one sixty. I not, had a feeling. It's not bad, bro. It's not bad. I'm not gonna. F- I listen to that more than I listen to uh, Meek, and, and I'm not even saying. Wow. And Rich got in his bag a little in, on some records, but Wayne. Was like, like, bro, he was, yo, he was going crazy. And I'm not just being biased. Cause I've even said, like, there was a point where I wasn't, like, Wayne was just like, uh, yeah. but bro, like, nah, he was in his bag on that. And then I watched, like, an interview and they said they did it in, like, a month and a half, the whole album. But Wayne was in his 
bag. Just oh, listen to it. A few songs. I'll shoot a few songs in the chat. I'll shoot a few <laughs> songs in the chat. We shall see. Shout out to them. But word. Thank you guys once again for listening or watching a new episode of the Foresight Podcast, episode 163. Once again, visit our website, foresightny.com. Follow us on social media at the Foresight Company and at Foresight Company. Again, music-wise, we've been cooking up with Foresight Music, Fargo Fridays, the EP, Treat Me Different, the single, along with some new stuff on the way. Again, signing off from WTF Media Studios, the good brother Wolf capturing the vision ever so perfectly. Free the guys up top and free the guys down low. You already know how we rocking, man. Ah, ah, ah. Talk to you next time.